Hello and welcome to Albertland Throwers, the podcast of the Highland Games in Alberta and around the world. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Albertland Throwers and we have a a guest today that uh, she's the reigning national champion. Um, she's a two-year national champion. Of course, last year we didn't have any national champions. Chips, so she gets to retain her title for an extra extra year without having to put in the work for it. Um, we have Jamie Clark on the line. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Justin. How's it going? It's going well. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, as, as we said, uh, you're the reigning Canadian champion. Um, where was the championship held? Uh, um- in 2019, when I won, the championship was held in Perth Andover, New Brunswick, at the Gathering of the Scots. Okay, all Competition right. down there, yeah. So what time of year was that uh, competition? I believe it was June 1st, so it was pretty early in the season. Yeah, you often they, they have a competition near the end of the season because people have you know, worked on their peaking and all that, that kind of stuff. And it's uh, um, usually you get your best throws near the end. So this was a little bit early. Right. But still a great, great competition and a wonderful games gathering of the Scots. If anyone has the opportunity to go to it, highly recommend excellent people, excellent throws. Right. So I've never, the furthest East I've thrown is Saskatoon. Um, was there any differences? So we both compete together in the Alberta circuit a lot. Um, did you notice any sort of difference between how they run games there and here, or is it pretty much the same? No, it's pretty much the same across the country from what I've experienced. Mm. So the games in Alberta are very comparable to other games that I've been to. All right. Yeah. So I, I remember our, us having a conversation, Jamie and I sometimes train together. We practice in, um, in the same field. And I remember a conversation uh, that you told me that you threw in at the University of Lethbridge. Is that correct? University of Calgary. Yeah. Oh, Calgary. Yeah. I thought it was Lethbridge. So uh, what did you throw at the UFC? I threw um, the weight throw and shot put at mm. the University of Calgary. And that makes sense because uh, um, your shot put, your open stone is, you're one of the few people to do a, a full turn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so do you, do you think the stones are one of your strongest events? I think so. Um, I, I can pretty consistently throw my open over 40 feet. Yeah, um, I have... My personal record is, I think, 45, 8, mm. something like that. So that's a couple of feet Which off the pretty... Canadian record, it looks like. Yeah, I think the Canadian record from Sultana is 48 or so. Uh, on the records I'm seeing here, um, I just have it in front of me, so yeah. I have the advantage. It's actually <laughs> Celine that holds it at 40, oh, right, 47. Right, right. Celine has that one. Yes, right. Celine has that one. Yes. Right, so, my so, mistake. So bringing up uh, Celine, uh, yes. she uh, right now, so Sultana, she stopped competing, it looks like, in mm-hmm. 2018. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah to finish her studies. Mm. 
Yeah. So, so your main competition right now seems to be Celine. Is that correct? So Celine and, and um, Susie Lajoie. Yeah. They're both very high level um, competitors in Canada. They've been to the Calgary Games a few times, but there are also some up and comers in out east. So I've I've had the the pleasure of judging at the Calgary Games. Uh, I guess the top four in the last two years. So Sultana, yourself, yeah, Celine, and Susie, and uh, it was a great experience for me to judge you guys. And uh, like uh, Susie, she's I, I found her really good at the hammers in particular. Susie's excellent, and she's she's left-handed when she throws. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, she's excellent, and she's been doing the Highland Games since she was young. Yeah, Susie's great at the the hammers for sure right she, she has like incredible form yeah and, and is able to pull yeah oh, all yeah. the strength from her and with her form and put it right into the end of the hammer there yeah for um sure. what would you say is your best event probably this the stone and the heavyweight for distance heavyweight for distance i believe i still have the canadian record for that is correct yeah so Probably those two. Yeah. And well, when you hold the record, it's probably a good guess that that's one of probably, your best ones. Probably. <laughs> and I'm pretty pretty proud of my caber abilities as well, especially given that when I first started and for many years after, I struggled with it. Mm. So now I can pretty consistently turn a caber. Yeah. I had a hard time with the caber and weight over bar were the most frustrating things for me um, when I first yeah. started. Oh. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm the same way. I've, I've built myself up to where I'm competent in it. I wouldn't say they're my strongest events or anything, yeah. but, but uh, I'm not embarrassed by them either. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so you threw uh, stone in, uh, was it weight in UFC or uh, sorry, uh, shot put and weight? Yeah, shot put and weight throw at the UFC. And then how did you transition over into the Highland Games? How did that kind of happen? Well, um, Rob Young was on my track and field team, and he was also a thrower. And just one few times at practice, he would say that I should try the Highland Games. And I had never seen the Highland Games mm. before growing up. Because um, I'm from a small town in northern Alberta and didn't really have that around. Right. Had no idea. He said, I think you'd be good at it. You should try it. You'd have fun. <laughs> yeah. So I went to one games in Edmonton, I believe in 2010, 2010 or 2009. And I was hooked and it's a nice competition so that I can focus on school during the school year and then have some fun in the, in the summer. Right. Right. Yeah. So when you say you're, you're hooked, what kind of things were kind of the things that you enjoyed about the games? What hooked you? The, the challenge of it, something new and different from what I've been doing before. Um, the atmosphere, um, like the big pipes are one of my favorite sounds now. Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe not no. at first. But well, now, I yeah. don't, never really thought of it like, oh, that's such a such a such a nice sound and it makes me happy. It makes me smile. Yeah. Not, um, not many people actually think that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love the sound of bagpipes in the morning. Um, and just the camaraderie between the competitors and they're always willing to help, especially if someone, even, especially if someone's new, but even if they're experienced, they're going to offer 
solicited or unsolicited advice, whatever, the, whatever the athlete, like they're very cognizant of what the athlete wants. And right. like, like, do you want some, some advice? Here's right. like, why don't you do this? Yeah. Like, oh. So just always being willing to help and cheer each other on um, rather than some of the competitions that I've had in track and field where it was just silence, no mm. silence between the competitors, nothing. No, just chatting or so, so, so there's anything a, like that. You, there's a lot more camaraderie in the Highland Games compared to uh, track and field. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I I still get uh, unsolicited and solicited advice, and <laughs> I, I I appreciate it because you know uh, you get bad habits creeping into your form. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it's not like we have like in uh, track and field. There's you you're with a coach you have to be mm. part of a, a team and so you get that constant critique it's just, a lot of times our practice is kind of a lone wolf situation where you're by yourself yeah. and then so bad form creeps in so you go to a uh, games and then uh, somebody with a keen eye can can spot your bad form and inform you of mm-hmm. it so I always appreciate it myself oh yeah me too I always ask I always ask first and the only the only Thing that I feel confident in giving a little bit of advice in is the stone mm. <laughs> because I've had so much, so much experience with it. So right. I always, always ask first. Right. So yeah. <laughs> one kind of funny story of that then is uh, uh, Dylan at the Canmore yeah. games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently gave him uh, advice on putting the stone further ahead on his chin. Um, he was probably putting it behind his neck or something. And, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then, so his, uh, he stepped up to the trig. I believe it was a Braemar. Mm-hmm. It could have been open. I, I can't remember, but yeah. but uh, um, he wasn't used to it, and he went to wind up, and it just fell out of his hand. Oh and no! <laughs> it felt like a, just a couple inches in front of him. <laughs> and sometimes that happens. You get yeah. those different cues, and it's just like, oh, my body's not used to this yet. <laughs> I'm not used to it. <laughs> so uh, one thing um, people may or may not know is that you're CTV Athlete of the Week. Yeah, at one point I was, yeah. For, for one week. <laughs> for one week. <laughs> and, and on the episode, uh, it said that uh, uh, Curtis, who was your coach yeah. at the time, he said that uh, you had a lot of farm strength and his job was to kind of translate that into throwing strength. Yeah. So he, uh, does, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I did. Anybody who's <laughs> listening that knows me when I was young knows I didn't do anything much on the farm so. No. <laughs> so so not not the farm strength uh but i do have some just natural strength and mm. i have a pretty big body so kind of what to do with it and he helped me kind of translate some of that natural strength to strength that helps in the competition oh, okay i see yeah 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 we in canada um have a woman's division uh and I know in Scotland they just got it, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. It's it's uh, they were kind of lagging behind on on that issue. Yeah. Do you, I, I know I do. Do you ever uh, come across when you tell talk about the Highland Games, they're surprised that women are involved with it? Yeah, um, sometimes that happens because it's the heavy events, and I still have some some people who say oh you shouldn't be doing that that's bad for your body but probably wouldn't say that to a man right and it's great that we're kind of changing that narrative and getting more women to 
focus on being strong and um, giving them an outlet like the Highland Games to to perform and to show and use all that strength. Right. So, uh, for example, um, in the Canmore Games previously, mm-hmm. um, so th- I'll just explain to people, the Canmore Games is a little different than the um, regular circuit in that it's uh, drop in. You, you have to mm-hmm. show up at a certain time and, and then you're, you register and you're in. Whereas uh, other competitions, most other competitions, it's uh, you have to register right. previous um, b- before you can compete. So camera games is kind of interesting in that you get to compete against a lot of different people. But previously for years, it's been a pretty small women's field. Um, but then uh, tell us about 2019. Right. So for many years previously, I have been the, the only competitor, women, woman competitor at the Canmore Highland Games. And every now and then there'd be maybe one or two other women competing alongside me. And in 2019, there was, uh, I think, nine or 10 women competing. And it was so good. A lot of them, it was their first taste at competing in the Highland Games and there were smiles all day. Yeah, there was. They were willing to take some tips from some of the more seasoned competitors. And yeah, it was just all around great day. We had a great crowd. It was, it was an excellent day. That was definitely one of the highlights of, of my Highland Games period. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I, uh, one thing I've noticed about the crowd uh, in particular um, in Canmore as well is that I find that they enjoy watching the, the women throw because it's, it's kind of like a, if you have um, some big mountain of a man throwing, you know, that's kind of stereotypical and people are like, yeah, I can see that guy throwing farther, but I think uh, particularly for the ladies, but, but for the guys as well, seeing um, a lady out there um, throwing and, and, doing very well and and they get excited it's it's mm-hmm. it's something that they think maybe that they can possibly get involved with uh and we're seeing that at the Canmore games um i remember in particular there was a um a masters woman uh mm-hmm. and she was in it and the crowd really got behind her yeah and it, that was awesome to to see and so you're, you're right she had like a smile oh um, yeah year to year <laughs> yeah it was, <laughs> They all seem to have a great time. And the thing that I love about the Canmore Highland Games, um, especially, um, it's same for any of the Alberta games, they welcome amateurs. So it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's been throwing for years. Like it's a very, like one, one game where you can just come and throw and not really worry about kind of how you're going to place or anything like that. Um, so we've been, they've been getting more men and women over mm-hmm. the years, which right. has been excellent to see with the sport. Yeah. And, and it's good introductory uh, games for people. If they want to just show up and try out, you have to have a kilt though. That's uh, oh yeah, that's one. one of I always, I always bring a spare. So if anyone <laughs> there you go. Uh, wants to come over, I always bring a spare. Jamie will hook you up. I can hook you up. It might be a little big, but <laughs> you got it. Didn't uh, 
Rob Scott wear your kilt once? No, he wore Alicia's, which oh. is another up and comer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the strongman circuit. All right. So yeah. So he wore hers hers and it was quite short, but it was he he enjoyed it. It was breezy. It was a hot day. It, it, it gave the lassie something to talk about, anyways. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about some of the women in Alberta that are throwing. Um, there's obviously yourself, uh, mm-hmm. and there's, uh, two Megan's, uh, yeah. that regularly throw. Let's talk yeah. about Megan Malham first. Um, what has she been in, as far as your Highland <laughs> games, uh, career goes, how has she factored into your progress? Megan's the best. Um, Megan is, has always been there from the day I started to help my uncoordinated self um, learn how to do the, the throws safely and with better technique. Right. Um, she's still to this day, every time I go to one of the games, she's, she's the one who will tell, tell me like, you're, you're tall. You should be better than me. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no reason that you should be throwing less than me. And she's been the one that constantly helps me improve my throwing and always does it with a smile on her face. Like she said in her, her interview with you that she's always trying to help progress the sport and the athletes within the sport. Right. Yeah. I I found the exact same thing when I first started, Uh, she was one of the main ones willing to come over and give me tips and advice Mm -hmm. and, and she's really good at instead of overwhelming you, you need to do X, Y, Z. She'll just pick that one thing yeah. that you're doing wrong and say, just work on this one thing for your next row. Don't yeah. worry about the rest of it, just, but just work on the one thing. She's a really good coach, really good eye on, yes, on form for sure. and technique. Yeah. And since she's been doing it for quite some time, a lot longer than I have, um, yeah, she's still willing to give that advice, and that's one of the re- one of the reasons I really love the sport and I love competing in Alberta. Mm. Right. So let's talk about some um, some of the other women that <laughs> that you see. Uh, we mentioned another Megan. She, yeah. but by the way, I, I I would like to give her a shout out because on Apple Podcast she wrote a really nice review of this podcast. Gave it five stars. So shout out to you. If, if you're listening to this, I thank you for that. So happy to see a new face. I have, I had never seen her before. I think she started in 2019. Was that when she started coming on? I'm not too sure. I, I know she is uh, newer. So yeah, yeah, she's, she's still very, fairly new, very positive attitude, willing to take some, some tips for her throwing. Um, I follow, I follow her on Instagram as well mm. and she's working to get better. She's so excited to finally throw again yeah. and just the excitement she bring brings to the sport and the, the process of it as well right. is, is huge. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to see her quite a lot when games open up again. Yep. Yep. Me too. Yeah. And then we have uh, Alicia. She's a Calgary thrower. Uh, tell us a little bit about her. Alicia is very strong. Yes. 
<laughs> she, um, so she's from the strongman circuit mm-hmm. and she, oh, she's so strong and she has brute strength that she's been working really hard to rein in. She's been working with, she worked with Curtis and she's working with Rob and she's wanting to do better and she's enjoying it. And um, yeah, she's, she's great, great person to be around. Like all, all, all of them are everybody in that competes that I've met are just great people to be around. Highland games is, and the heavy events are, are great for that, for meeting positive people. Who like to throw heavy stuff? <laughs> brute strength and ignorance. And brute, that's what Sean always says. Yep. Brute strength and ignorance. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Alicia, she works out at my gym. So I'll, we work at work out at different times, though. But I'll see her yeah. from from time to time, and it's and we will sit stand there and chat about uh, Highland Games <laughs> stuff. So yeah, yeah it's it, it's cool. It's a small group, but it's a very supportive group. And oh yeah. Um, Definitely. One question I have is, do you find from the competitors or from an organizational level, any kind of impediments for women to compete? Or do you find it very open and and encouraging to um, compete as a woman? Oh, and I definitely find it open and willing to accept new women who want to throw. Super encouraging and, and welcoming. So if you're a woman woman in Alberta wanting to throw in the games, um, there's the only thing stopping you is you Mm. Um, because there are many people that you can reach out to, to, to get more involved in the games and to learn the throws and practice. And there's people all over Alberta that are willing to, share their practices with you and share their knowledge and things like that as well. Right. So yeah. uh, if, if there's a, a lady out there maybe interested in, mm-hmm. in uh, getting to the Highland game, but maybe they're, they're a little um, scared or intimidated. I know what I was when I first started. Yeah. Um, what would you say to them? Just do it. Just do it. Nike. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Um, because I was, I was the same way. I'm a very shy and reserved person, especially at the beginning of, of my heavy events of experience. Um, People would know, and I'm going to quote this. um, I need to rip the handle off (laughs) for weight over bar. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just rip it. um, Rip the handle off. (laughs) Um, Just do it. Uh, Try it. If you, if it's not your thing, no hard feelings. Um, but if you go through the ASAA website, you can find uh, Megan's information. And like she said in her podcast, um, she can connect you with someone in the area that you are living in that can help you with training. Right. I, I get an email from her every once in a while about somebody interested in getting started, but they want to practice yeah. first. Yeah, exactly. And that's right. like if they've only seen it and never actually touched any of the implements then they're going to be a little overwhelmed like oh 28 pounds that's 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 heavy right yeah so uh um there might be some ladies out there that think maybe this is kind of a you know testosterone fueled boys club or something like that um and you know maybe not want 
to be part of such a thing. Have you found that? Have you found it's uh, the, the old boys club or, or is it pretty open for, for women to compete? I find it very open for women to compete. I've never had that. Like, oh, I feel out of my element. I feel like, like I shouldn't be doing this. Right. No, it's, it's a strength sport. So just like any other strength sports, like strong man, right. it can, it can be women as well. Strong right. woman. Right. Um, gender doesn't limit who can do it. Right. And, and I find the crowd gets behind you. Everybody on the field, at least yeah. from my perspective is, yeah. is very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great sport. Uh, injury is is um, a consideration. Um, I have found that it's not. It looks a lot more like it's injury prone than it actually is. Yeah, um, agreed. So compared to as far as injuries, because that might be a concern for uh, men and women or or older guys. I started as an older guy, mm-hmm. so I know my wife was quite concerned about me being injured and and. Um, rightly so I, uh, as well. But, uh, um, as far as injuries and that, that it, I don't find it as bad as even say I used to play basketball. I found Mm -hmm. that that a lot more injury prone than this sport. Um, do you find the same thing? Yeah. There are other things that are, I'm more prone to injury for, Mm um, unless you're not listening to your body or your cues. Like if you're training or throwing through through the pain and it's not a necessarily good one i'm i'm not a trainer i'm not a health professional or anything like that (laughs) but um you know getting to know your body is in a different way with the with the heavy events is important like oh that hurt what did i do yeah kind of thing yeah um so it's nice to have it's nice to have a coach when you, when you first start out or to have someone like at the games trying to help you prevent future injuries. All right. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to call it, call it a wrap here. Um, <laughs> Jamie Clark, she's uh, really involved with uh, helping the games overall. Like she's obviously a incredible competitor, but uh, she volunteers and she gets involved and helps other people and, might might be a good uh, good on field coach for you if you ever decide to come out and and give it a try. Um, if you're a, com- uh, a spectator watching, come up and say hi to her. She's very approachable and and nice lady to talk to. And uh, thank you so much for being on the the show, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the chat. Uh, no problem. And you have a good one and keep training and looks like we might have a season, somewhat of a season this year. Fingers are crossed. <laughs> I, I know Canmore games is, is uh, pushing ahead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I saw. yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see that. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully this year we can compete. Hopefully. All right, Jamie, have a good one. Hey, thank you as well. All right. Bye. Bye.